Walruses, how are you doing? That was, that was meant to be Joey from Friends. So now you know, I can't sing, can't sing, and I can't do impersonations either. Anyway, we did an episode a few weeks ago about slaying hump day to help you get through the middle of the week. And I really went double-barreled on you on that one. Now today is Wednesday, so we're back in the middle of the week again. And if you're struggling today, please get back to that episode. And I promise you there's enough inspiration in there that'll get you going through hump day and right through the rest of the week. But another thing I know from keeping my eyes peeled on all your social channels and from the DMs and the PMs and the feedback that I receive is that the lack of planning by some, the lack of productivity through Monday and Tuesday can be the actual cause of the hump day. So the hump day is therefore the symptom and not the cause. So in this episode, episode 68, with me, Gavin Wall, your host, which is hitting your devices midweek, I thought it would be useful to discuss your productivity and try and identify 10 ways which will help you turn each day into a productive and successful one for you so that you're winning by Wednesday morning rather than leaving you under pressure halfway through the week. And we're going to eat some frogs in this episode. And some of you who are more developed in your personal development will know exactly what I mean by that. Now, here's a little bit of sage advice to start us off. There is never enough time to do everything. When you're trying to achieve on multiple fronts, the trick is to accept that there isn't enough time and to not put yourself under too much pressure. You'll never get on top of everything, folks. So just accept that. Now, the problems, though, arise when too many people misuse their time by farting about with all the little things that matter little Um, rather than concentrating on the big boulders in life that produce the majority of the results. Look, you can get control and become productive, but it's a choice, folks. It's your choice. You'll hear me say that at the end of every episode. It's a choice. And there are too few prepared to make the choice as they'd rather be unproductive, farting about with stuff that adds little value to their lives or the lives of others around them, consuming other people's social media and then wallowing in self-pity about how busy they are and how there isn't enough time. Does that ring any bells with you folks? Now, well today I'm telling you this. It doesn't have to be like that. You can take back control of your life through prioritisation, through planning, through discipline and I'm going to use this episode to inform you how to do just that. Now the key is to stop wasting time on the inconsequential, and spend your time on your consequential things. Okay? Now, it's a simple concept which the world-renowned Brian Tracy applies. He's, he's a, a Canadian-American, he's a motivational public speaker, and he's a self-development author, and he's very well-known in this space. And he has written the seminal work in this space, which is, Eat that frog! Eat that frog! Rabbit! 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 I can't even do a frog sound. I'm, I'm not bad. Brian has spent his life asking successful people what they do to achieve more. And that's something that you should do in your own lives. Ask successful people what they do to achieve more. And then he applies what he's learned in his own life. And it's his simple principle of learn and apply. And then Brian, once he's found out 
And the answer he tells all of us through his books and his seminars and his speaking. Now, it's just like I was saying to one of the guys in one of our tech startups um, that I was coaching the other day. Success is predictable. It's not an unknown variable. Apply what you hear daily in the Speed Mentor podcast or like Brian Tracy did from speaking to successful people and your results will improve. End of story. Now, Brian Tracy discovered the keys to success assumed that successful people who were doing better than him... No, so, sorry, I'll go back on that now. Now, Brian Tracy, before he discovered the keys to success, assumed that successful people were doing better than him. Um, because they were better than him. You understand me? But after researching and speaking to many of them, he realised that successful people were not actually better than him. They were merely doing things better than him. There's a big difference and it's one that you need to learn to grow. The people who are doing better are not better than you. They're just doing things better than you. Now, Brian's seminal book in the space, which I'm sure many of you will have either read or heard of, is Eat That Frog that we discussed briefly earlier. And I'm going to give you half a dozen, in fact, I'm going to give away half a dozen copies of Eat That Frog to the first six people who either review my podcast and screenshot their review to me and send it over to me. And But if they've already given a review of the podcast, if they've done the decent thing to me, um, if they write a post on social media as an alternative about this episode or the podcast series as a whole with the hashtags, hashtag I am a walrus and walrus has two L's and one S. So I am a walrus, hashtag I am a walrus and hashtag eat that frog in the post and tag me in. They'll get a copy of the book posted out to them or an audio copy if they prefer. Now, I can't say fairer than that. That's six copies to the first six people who either do a review or who do a post with hashtag I am a walrus or hashtag eat that frog. And make sure that you tag me in the post, folks, or send me the copy of the review. Now, the key to getting ahead and enriching your life is to be single-minded on your most important tasks. To do them well, to finish them completely with great success And if you do that, status and happiness in your life will follow. Once you learn how to eat that frog with your important tasks, there will be nothing that can stop you. Now, the problem in the modern world is that we are literally drowning in options of what to do each and every day. We typically wake and reach for our mobile phones. And from that moment that you've made that decision and you take that action, from that moment forward, we are dancing to the tune of our devices like a puppet on a string, like a puppet on a string. Now, I can't remember whether that one was Sandy Shaw or Scylla Black. It probably didn't sound like that, whether it was either of them. It maybe sounded a bit more like Scylla, if I'm, if I'm honest. Now, sure, hit me up on my social and let me know who actually sung that. But you don't want to be like a puppet on a string all day long. You need to be selective. To select your most important tasks. Stop doing the low-value stuff just because that's the stuff you like doing or because it's the easiest task to do. Now, Brian Tracy, he posited that if you should start each day by eating a live frog, think about that, folks, it would likely be the most difficult thing that you do that day. And I think that's a strong presumption for most of us, albeit that that's what Bear Grylls, he actually calls that breakfast. But the purpose behind the analogy, 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 is that the rest of your day would be a breeze having got the most difficult bit of your day out of the way at the top of the morning. So swap the frog out and swap in your most important 
or difficult task of the day and complete that difficult or important task early. Get the endorphins flowing and see how the rest of your day immediately gets a lot easier. Okay, okay, I, I, I can actually read your mind right now. I can see what some of you cynical bastards are thinking. You're thinking, that's all well and good, Mr. Speed Mentor, but I've got more than one frog each day. Now, if you have two frogs, start with the fucking ugliest bastard. Now, don't uh, ask that question again. Because that's your answer. Eat the fucking ugliest bastard first, okay? Start with the ugly one, the really ugly ones. Maybe you've got a string of them because you haven't been eating them the day before or the day before that. Maybe you've got a string. Start with the ugliest one first. And once it's totally eaten, you do not want to return to that ugly, ugly frog for second helpings later in the day. You must complete it, not half finish it and return completely finished the little ugly bastard okay and by the way don't spend too much time considering how ugly the frog is the longer you think how ugly it is the less likely you are to eat it bite into the wee bastard quickly sprinkle a little sugar on it before you start by promising yourself a little break or a treat afterwards and it might just taste a little less awful and the other thing i've noticed is that there's too many people too many of you out there kissing the frog rather than eating it don't worry so much how, how, um, how much activity you're involved with. It's the accomplishment which is key. And the great news is that it's learnable with practice. You want to turn eating frogs, accomplishing your big tasks, into habits that become automatic. Task completion makes you feel happy and gives you a sense of accomplishment and lets those endorphins go. Now, the bigger and more difficult and more important the task, the greater the sense of accomplishment and that's why there'll be so many endorphins will be released and you'll feel great about yourself and the rest of your day will be fantastic. Now, you can only get your time and your life under control to the degree to which you discontinue lower value activities. Like kissing the frog and bring forward the tough stuff when you actually eat them. Now, here we go. Here are my 10 rules on eating that frog rather than kissing it. Number one, concentrate single-mindedly on your most important task to do it well and to finish it completely to deliver success. Never be distracted by a tadpole when a great big ugly fucking frog is staring right back at you folks. Number two, you need three qualities. Decision, discipline and determination. Make your decisions about what are your big bowlers. Have the discipline to complete them each day and the determination to rinse and repeat. Number three, Plan every day, preferably the night before, so that your subconscious can think about it overnight. Don't just let the ideas about how your day uh, might span um, swirl out of your head. Get them down on paper and get them down on paper with deadlines. Now, every minute, Brian Tracy reckons every minute spend in and I agree with him, by the way, every minute spent in planning um, will give you 10 minutes back in wasted time. You could actually get two hours per day back that's about two extra week, two extra working days per week created if you start to really hammer this stuff. That can transform your life and that's what the successful people do. Now, number four, apply the Pareto Principle, which you've heard so often in these episodes, the 80-20 rule. 20% of your activities will account for 80% of your results. Always concentrate your efforts on the top 20%. Number five, before you begin, work on a list of tasks. Take a few moments to organise them by value and priority so that you can be sure you're working on your most important activities. Number six, 
focus on key result areas. KRAs, key result areas. You need to get that into your life. Identify and determine those results that you absolutely, positively have to get to get your job done well and work on them all day long. Number seven, the law of forced efficiency. There is never enough time to do everything, but there is always enough time to do the most important things. Now, what are they? What tasks would you do if you were leaving town for a month? If you were, think about it, if you were about to go on holiday for a month, we all know that you get you push yourself really hard and you get those big things done because you know you're going to be away for a month. If you do that every day, you build massive satisfaction into your life and you're absolutely on top of your own shit. Number eight, keep educating yourself. So many people think education finishes school, but that's not the case. Gain knowledge and build skills towards your KRAs. This is a lot easier when you consistently identify what your KRAs are. Number nine, be aware that your energy and concentration levels ebb and flow throughout the day. Now, I know, for instance, that 6 to 9 p.m. are weak for me. That's my weakest part of the day. So I need to have the important stuff done early as I lose focus at that time of the evening. Now, 10 a.m. is my peak time. You know what your peak time is. Work it out. Analyze your day and then structure the rest of your day around it. Now, number 10, be ruthless at getting after the KRAs. And release your endorphins every time you knock them off. Become known as the person who gets the big shit done. When you do the big, difficult, value-adding stuff early in your day, people notice. People notice the difference in you because you're an achiever now. There you have it. There are 10 pointers on how to max your productivity through focusing on eating that frog rather than kissing the thing. If you found that helpful, hit me up on my social and let me know. Don't forget... I've got half a dozen copies of Eat That Frog by Brian, 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 Tracy even available for the first six people who review the podcast and scan a pic of that domain a message or alternatively to do a post on social media and tag me in with the hashtags I am a walrus and eat that frog in it. Now here's a shout out um, for um, a review that I've had from Rusty Ferian uh, who's given the podcast a five star review and he titled his review um, My Daily Dose of motivation. I very well put together oh, I very well put together a podcast with interesting topics to help inspire you to achieve more in life. But the best thing about it is that the man himself, Gavin Wall, he's got enough charisma to sink the Titanic. Don't know if that's one that I want on my um headstone. Maybe maybe to launch the Titanic. Maybe the other way around, Mr. Rostafarian. So thank you very much for the review. I really appreciate it. Now you know what I'm gonna say next whether you kiss the frog and wait for a fairy tale prince to come and change your life or eat the bastard level the fuck up and deliver your own abundance it's your choice I'm a man 